0: and welcome to the A Thousand Lives broadcast, the go-to podcast for all things related to Christian missions in China. This is Austin, your host and missionary to China with Vision Baptist Missions and the Vision for China team. For more information about Vision Baptist Missions, the Vision for China team, how to take the first step on your path to making Jesus famous in China, head on over to visionforchina.org. That's v-i-s-i-o-n-f-o-r-c-h-i-n-a.org. There you'll also find a slew of resources to aid you in both sharing the gospel with Chinese friends, as well as to help you encourage others to give their lives to making Jesus known in China. Well, in our last episode, we followed the story of George Hunter, the nomadic missionary to Western China. He spent over 50 years of his life traveling from town to town and trading post to trading post, preaching the gospel to Muslims, and Tibetan Buddhists. The most fascinating part of his story is how the Lord used a tragedy in his life when he was in his 20s to show young George the brevity of life and compel him to give missions in China another shot. Go ahead and download last week's episode to not miss out on his awesome testimony. As always, never miss an episode of the A Thousand Lives broadcast by going ahead and subscribing or following on your podcasting platform of choice. We're on Apple, Google, Edify, Overcast, and so much more. Head on over to visionforchina.org podcast. That's v-i-s-i-o-n-f. P-O-D-C-A-S-T for a complete directory of where you can listen in online. Subscribing to or, of course, following the broadcast with notifications turned on on your phone will set you up to get a notification each Monday morning as new episodes drop. Of course, you can find Vision for China on Facebook. We're giving us a like. We'll keep you up to date with occasional posts about what the Vision for China team is up to as well as what we're talking about here on the podcast. And if you're more of an Instagram person, You can find and follow Vision for China there as well. Remember, if you like what you're hearing, go ahead and leave a comment and rating within the podcast app too. The more interaction the podcast gets, both within podcast apps and on social media, the more likely it is to be discovered by others. Help us get the word out that Jesus is worthy of being made much of in China. And also, if you're an overachiever and want to go that extra mile, go right ahead and share the broadcast on Facebook or Instagram, or maybe send a personal email to that person you know who is teaching English in China currently, or that person at church considering getting involved in missions. We with Vision for China are asking the Lord to raise up more preachers to go to China with the gospel, and we want to get the word out that there are opportunities to serve the Lord in this awesome country. One thing that we've noticed, and I know I've mentioned it before, is that many who were previously working in and teaching English in China or temporarily locked out of the country due to coronavirus and are praying about how to get back in. If you know someone in that situation, be sure to point them to the podcast as well. Sending someone a quick link to the broadcast or sharing with them on social media might just be the first time they've heard that there is actually a path to preach and do full-time ministry in China. They may have never heard of all the opportunities to make Jesus known through preaching and serving Him there in the Middle Kingdom. So go ahead and share with them. They'll probably thank you for it. Well, this week, we're going to jump into the story of a man by the name of Chang San, who first encountered the gospel at a young age in China. Shortly after his conversion, however, he was met with quite a large challenge that threatened to put his faith to the test. So what was this challenge? How did Chang San muster the faith to face it? How did the Lord see him through? Well, we'll get into all that and more right after the Chinese region of the week. Our region for this week is the province of Yunnan. Yunnan is located in southwest China and is home to around 50 million people. This province has about the same number of people as all the country of Kenya and is in need of labor surrendered to be sent into this harvest. Yunnan province has a very diverse landscape, including high snow-capped mountains and true tropical regions. Yunnan province has less than 4% of the land of China, yet contains about half of China's birds and mammals. Many rare plant and unusual animal species, including the Asian elephant, live in this region. Many different ethnic groups live in Yunnan province as well. They adhere to many different religions, including Islam, Buddhism, Baimoism, Benzuism, and Chinese folk religions. Only about 3% of the people in Yunnan province identify themselves as Christian. Please pray for people in Yunnan province to hear the gospel. Friend, pray for Yunnan. The people need to hear the good news of Jesus Christ. The majority of people living in Yunnan do not know anything about the love shown them in the person of Jesus Christ. Would you pray that more laborers would be raised up to take the good news of Christ's death for them, to them? Yunnan is yet another great place in China with plenty of opportunities to serve the Lord and preach. Friends, I again remind you that there really are endless opportunities to come to China and preach the message of salvation. There are so many here in Yunnan who know nothing of Jesus, much less that he gave his life for them. Brother, you are listening in and you're praying about serving Christ overseas. You are considering what he'd have you do with your life. So why not consider giving your life to boldly preaching Jesus in China? Why not devote your life to magnifying him among the people of this vast nation? There are dozens of millions of people all throughout the various provinces and regions of China that have yet to hear the gospel, and you could be the one to tell them. You could be the one to bring them the glad tidings. Friend, would you pray for the people of Yunnan? Would you pray for them to hear the gospel and be saved? Would you pray and ask the Lord to send them more laborers who will surrender their lives to give them the gospel? And brother, why not surrender your life to being that laborer and boldly proclaiming the gospel among them? How, after all, are they going to hear without a preacher? Whosoever, therefore, shall confess me before men, him will I confess also before my Father, which is in heaven. But whosoever shall deny me before men, him will I also deny before my Father, which is in heaven. Think not that I am come to send peace on earth. I came not to send peace, but a sword. For I am come to set a man at variance against his father and the daughter against her mother and the daughter-in-law against her mother-in-law and a man's foes shall be they of his own household. He that loves father or mother more than me is not worthy of me. And he that loves son or daughter more than me is not worthy of me. And he that takes not his cross and follows after me is not worthy of me he that finds his life shall lose it and he that loses his life for my sake shall find it chang san remembered the passage vividly he molded it over time and again in his mind as he continued along the path to xiwan village it had only been a matter of days since he had studied it together with jonathan goforth back in changda Brother Jonathan and his preachers in training had just led Changsan to faith in Christ and began to counsel with him regarding the first steps of discipleship. Brother Jonathan had taken Changsan to this passage, found in Matthew chapter 10, to point out that Changsan should confess Jesus before his own people, back in his home village. As Changsan neared Siwon village, his thoughts were racing back and forth with ever-increasing speed. One moment, he would meditate on Christ's words here in Matthew 10, but then the next moment, he would begin to fear what his father would say upon discovering his son becoming a Christian and a follower of the doctrine of this white man. Back and forth. Back and forth. His father was infamous in Shiwan Village for his ferocious temper, so much so that he earned himself the nickname The Fury among his clansmen. There was one thing Chang San knew. It was not to get on the fury's bad side. But, despite his hesitancy, onward he trekked towards Xi Wen. As he walked into town, he was approached by villagers that recognized him and somehow could tell he was different. Isn't it amazing how the Lord changes us and transforms us so that even our countenance and demeanor change? They inquired as to why he seemed so different, and he happily told them that a man named Jesus saved him from his many sins. A hush swept over the group. As he divulged what the Lord had done for him, he could read the fear in their eyes. They knew what he was dreading, that his father, the Fury, would be less than happy to hear this news. Chang San's father had expressed on numerous occasions a hatred for this foreign religion and its foreign messengers. Everyone knew he would be furious to know his son had joined their group. As Chang San pushed on toward his home, a small crowd of villagers followed him, Curious to see what his father would do. His father met him outside their home, realizing even from a distance that something was different about his son, especially with this honorage in tow. He told his father that the Lord saved him. He told his father that he put his trust in Jesus. And as he began to speak of how God changed his life and gave him peace, His father was visibly fuming. Before Chang San finished speaking, his father darted back toward the house, crying aloud, Where's my hatchet? Someone get me my hatchet now! Chang San and the villagers at his side were mortified. His father was set on murdering his son for his lack of piety toward him and family ideals. Why, after all, would his son bring such shame upon him and the family name? While the fury was fetching his hatchet, some of the villagers urged San to quickly follow them to the opposite end of the village where one man offered to secretly put him up for the night to give his father time to cool off. The next morning, before daybreak, San began the long journey back to Changda to see Jonathan Goforth and the Chinese preachers there. He recounted the story of telling his father of his faith in Christ to them. And Jonathan, along with a few other preachers, agreed to travel with Changsan back to his village in a few days to preach and speak with his father. So, a few days later, they arrived back in Shiwan village to preach. And as they preached, they sent for the Fury to come and meet with them. Despite their repeated pleadings through messengers sent to Changsan's home, the Fury refused to come out and meet with their group. Finally, unable to convince him to meet, Jonathan Goforth decided to call directly on his home. Unfortunately, the fury was warned that a missionary was coming and fled out of the house to avoid having to meet with him face to face. After hours of back and forth through messengers, the party of preachers had no remaining option but to return to Changda and leave the matter to the Lord in prayer. Many days later, Changsan was accompanied back to Shiwen village yet again by a Chinese preacher out of Jonathan Gopher's ministry named he Min. As they were walking along the way in the village and talking, suddenly, out of nowhere, the fury charged at them with a long furnace pick in hand ready to strike. It seemed as though he intended to use it as a spear to impale his son. Fortunately, he Min was able to grab the pick with both hands and overpower the fury, forcing him to listen to a brief presentation of the gospel and an explanation of what had happened in his son's heart just weeks previous. Though he didn't get saved that day, the fury began to soften up and resolve to no longer threaten to murder Changsan. Furthermore, he and others there in Shiwen village began to occasionally allow preachers to come and preach the gospel there. Over the course of the next few months, the fury heard the gospel numerous times and eventually, along with many other villagers, professed faith in Christ. Praise the Lord for the faithfulness of these Chinese preachers and Changsan to continually preach the gospel, the power of God unto salvation, in this man's hearing. Praise the Lord for these faithful evangelists who were willing to risk their lives to introduce the fury to Jesus. Not only did the fury get saved, the Lord also called both Changsan and his brother to preach. This brother duo spent their days serving as evangelists who traveled throughout the greater region preaching this message of power and telling all they came across that Jesus is mighty to save. Brother, haven't you experienced the power of the gospel? Haven't you, like Changsan, experienced that Jesus Christ is mighty to save? Do you trust that he can save those closest to you? Do you trust that he can use you to make him famous in this world? The gospel is The power of God unto salvation. The gospel does work in hearts. But know, brother, that Jesus himself has said that he came to set men at variance against their fathers. He has said that he came not to bring peace, but a sword. He has said that we, like Changsan, must take up our cross to follow after him. Friend, Changsan took up his cross, he counted the cost. He knew that confessing Christ before men, especially before his father, wouldn't be easy. He knew that persecution awaited him. And yet, Changsan trusted Christ. He trusted Christ for salvation. He trusted Christ to save him. But not only that, he trusted Christ to guide him and give him wisdom as he set out to live in obedience to what the Lord was commanding that he do through the pages of Scripture, to get the gospel out. What about you, friend? Have you counted the cost? Have you taken up your cross? Are you willing, like Chang San, to go to the hard places in China and confront those that would be hostile to Jesus and his message with the truth that Jesus alone is mighty to save? Are you willing to loudly and unashamedly proclaim that he alone is worthy of their worship? In praise. Brother, will you pray? Will you go? Will you preach? Will you surrender your life to making your aim the aim of Christ? Will you commit to do all in your power to reach China and the world with the gospel? Brother, will you confess your Savior among men? Will you confess Him even in the hard places like China? Why don't you count the cost? Why don't you take up your cross? Why don't you follow after him and follow his command to teach all nations and preach the gospel to every creature? Again, brothers, opportunities abound to preach Jesus and serve him in China. And I beg you to consider China. I plead with you to pray and ask the Lord what he would have you do for him in China. If you want to take that next step toward China and learn how to continue on a path toward full-time ministry there, reach out to us with Vision Baptist Missions and the Vision for China team. You can email us at info at visionmissions.com, that's I-N-F-O at V-I-S-I-O-N-M-I-S-S-I-O-N-S dot C-O-M, or email me personally at austin at reachingchina.org, that's A-U-S-T-I-N at R-E-A-C-H-I-N-G-C-H-I-N-A dot O-R-G. We'd love to talk to you about the next steps you can take towards preaching Jesus in China. Whether that next step be Bible training, ministry training, or language and culture training, we'd love to guide you on your path to making Jesus famous in China. Friends, in Matthew chapter 10, Jesus tells his disciples the cost of following after him. He tells them that they need to take up their cross. He tells them they need to beja beja jia. Friends, zi jia is Chinese for take up a cross. Brother, have you, zi jia have you counted the cost of living in obedience to Christ, following after Him, and following His command to take the gospel to those around you and around the world? If not you, then who? Well, this concludes today's episode of the A Thousand Lives broadcast. Be sure to tune in to next week's episode for a story of faith from the life of Hudson Taylor. If you haven't already, go ahead and hit that subscribe button for the A Thousand Lies broadcast so that you won't miss out on other exciting stories and interviews all centered on preaching Christ in China. Please remember to pray for more laborers for Yunnan province this week. The people there need more preachers who will beija shi jia and come with the gospel. Thank you again for listening to the A Thousand Lives broadcast. This has been Austin, your host and missionary to China with Vision Baptist Missions and the Vision for China team. For more information about Vision Baptist Missions, the Vision for China team, and how to take the first step on your path to making Jesus famous in China, head on over to visionforchina.org. That's V-I-S-I-O-N F-O-R-C-H-I-N-A dot O-R-G. There you'll find a slew of resources to aid you in both sharing the gospel with Chinese friends as well as encouraging others to give their lives to making Jesus known in China. Well, until next time, 再见!